Music don't change the world. There's something happening here. Got to fight the battles that be. We shall overcome. I'm going to tell all you fascists you may be surprised. Music don't change the world. Only the audience can change the world. But a good songwriter can offer a different perspective. It's The Takeaway. I'm Todd Zwillick. In this hot summer of 2016, people get ready. It's our series on the songs and artists whose music has something to say. For what's been nearly 20 years, Laura Jane Grace has been the front woman of the punk band Against Me. Since coming out as transgender in 2012, Grace has been a visible advocate for LGBTQ rights in America. And her music has reflected that. Here's true trans soul rebel from 2014's Transgender Dysphoria Blues. John Hockenberry caught up with Grace to talk about what democracy feels like today and the punk rebellion that remains at the heart of her music. That was the point of why my band Against Me started, was because I wanted to sing protest songs. At the time, especially being really involved with the activist community, things that were happening like around anti-WTO protests and stuff like that in Seattle or D.C. or wherever, you know, that was the scene that my band started. In. How did what happened in the aftermath of HB2 in North Carolina uh, on stage sort of go beyond simply singing a song, a protest song? Well, it brought attention to a very real issue, something that really actually affects people. I was almost surprised because I just assumed that was the way it already was in North Carolina, that I already kind of operate with that kind of level mm-hmm. of fear. You know, I didn't think twice about canceling. I wanted to go there. You know, I wanted to be visible. I for one have come here to be reborn. How about you? Let's start this off right. I brought my birth certificate with me. Burning your birth certificate on stage, what was the reaction? You know, it's symbolism, it's protest, and that's, you know, that's really important. It's different from state to state, but when I came out and when I started transition, I lived in Florida, and that meant that I had to undergo about six months of intensive psychotherapy to get a letter that said I wasn't crazy and that I could start on hormone replacement therapy. So if you're going by like what a piece of paper says, shouldn't the more recent updated piece of paper be the one you defer to as opposed to the one that you received 35 years ago when you couldn't even speak? It just seems like it's, you know, obviously a bill aimed at preventing people from being able to even transition and and, and to be respected for their gender identity. What movement were you joining when you first got into this? First got into punk rock? Yeah, yeah. I, initially, it was really the nihilism of it that it attracted me. And, and uh, just, you know, having before that kind of gone through the period of time where I was into classic rock bands, you know, Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, The Beatles, whatever, I started getting beat up a lot because I had long hair. And punk rock seemed more about fighting back as opposed to the hippie movement, which seemed more about taking it, you know, and not and being nonviolent. So I liked that aspect of it, of that even if I was going to get beat up, I'd get a couple punches in. But then when I was like 14 years old, I got arrested and beat up by the police. And that was like a really eye-opening, politicizing moment for me. And, and from there, the politics of punk rock really kept me involved in it and kept me around with it, was that it was intelligent. 150 million the war and the bomb All reasons to be fearful, but everybody knew to wake 
comes through very strongly. I'm wondering if um, on stage as a protest musician, do you feel the same kind of power of telling people who you are, uh, conveying to them stuff that uh, when you were growing up, it was not possible to convey? It just feels even powerful just to be myself now, you know, like not even having to say anything, but just being able to be comfortable being myself on stage is like a revolutionary thing for even me personally. But I think that not changing for other people, like that is a revolutionary act in a world where so many people are fake and so many people put on fronts and, and are deceptive in that way. So in the summer of 16, what aspect of politics of of protest are you most engaged in right now and the fans of against me well you know obviously like with things like hp2 you know trans rights movement i'm very involved in that and being visible and vocal with that this is obviously an election year and there's you know a lot of heated debate and things around that i kind of feel like for whatever reason my reaction right now is wanting to take a step back and kind of disengage where it seems like in this day and age, like more and more social media involvement that like the arguments are becoming so much more heated and everyone's just kind of trying to say their own opinion and add a thing to it that it's like maybe the thing to do is to take a step back and to not participate in an argument. Like if you saw two people having a really dumb argument, the thing to do is to not jump into their dumb argument and try to convince one of the other either way. Maybe just let them have their dumb argument and sort it out, you know? Well, that dumb argument idea raises a question that is you're not the first one to raise and, and that is the idea that what we think of as American democracy has migrated away from politics somewhere and that people – experience their democracy maybe in social media, maybe they express it on the stage, maybe they express it in the art that they're doing, maybe they express it in a community of, of, of local issues. But where is democracy if it's not in the election? And do you think that democracy as we understand it in America has moved away from this thing called the election? Uh, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think that if you were to ask most people on the street to even define democracy, that they wouldn't be able to define democracy or tell you how this is a democracy that we live in. I'm really skeptical when it comes to like the way American elections are. I don't know, like having a two-party system like that where it's either a Democrat or a Republican every single time always is um, – that doesn't seem like democracy. So is this a burn, baby, burn moment? Is it a we rebuild from the uh, you know, ground up, we shall overcome? Um, is it a uh, – what, what, what sentiment would you use to rebuild and get to the other side of whatever the hell this is? I, you know, I guess like to speak in cliches, it's like, you know, be the change you want to see. Think globally, act locally, you know. Um, but really you have to be the example in the world that you want to see. Where do you think that all stands today? Is it – uh, it's not mainstream music, um, but then mainstream music doesn't matter in the same way that it used to. There's lots of stuff that exists and is meaningful, even if it's not mainstream. Well, you know, I think that, that that's like, you know, the sign of a good protest song is that if it can kind of transcend generations and if the message behind the protest song can still be relevant, even if the specific of what was being protested with that song isn't applicable. For instance, my all-time favorite punk band is the band Crass. Singing 
singing songs about like you know sheep farming in the Falklands and and you know singing songs against the Queen and for a uh, you know 14 year old kid living in South Florida that didn't have anything to do with me but I got the message behind it you know and that spirit of protest behind it. Well, Laura Jane Grace, uh, front woman of Against Me, thank you so much. Thank you, I appreciate it. The new album from Against Me is called Shapeshift With Me. It's out September 19th.